Hello and welcome to the Rant and Rave podcast. I'm Dave. And I'm Frank. Dave, good afternoon, brother. Good to see you. Welcome to the Undisclosed Location, ladies and gentlemen. We are actually in person, in studio, recording this today. The Undisclosed Bunker here in beautiful downtown San Diego. <laughs> well, it's not that, quite downtown. But. That's as close as we'll, we'll tell the customers <laughs> yeah. out there. Hey, we hope everybody's doing awesome out there. We are leading into a fantastic Memorial Day weekend, recording this on the 26th of May, 2023. And before we go any further, Dave, I really should say Memorial Day weekend, you know, obviously um, we need to acknowledge and pay respects and homage to all of those who have fought and died in all wars uh, in support of America and freedom around the world. Of course, my daughters were actually asking me this last night. They said, Daddy, what's the difference between Veterans Day and Memorial Day? Which actually is a very good Big question. Big difference, sure. Big difference. A lot of people don't even know this, even grown-ups. So take the time to educate your kids, folks, this weekend. Veterans Day, November, folks who are still walking around and survived after fighting. Memorial Day is to acknowledge those who never came back. And I got to tell you, um... I like defending our country here. I don't like defending borders that are halfway around the world. I'm Amen. just saying that. Amen. Amen. Um, you know, let's, we don't even have to bring up the whole Ukraine thing again. Um, but anyway, we hope everyone does enjoy this weekend. There's a lot. Um, there's still a lot to be thankful for out there. Yes, sir. So let's uh, let's remember that. There is. Um, speaking of being thankful, <laughs> we have a uh, <laughs> we've got a uh, a new uh, contender. In the ring. This is our lead story, as we all know. The, we got a new contender in the in the throwing their hat in the ring to become president of the United States on the GOP side. It is Mr. Ron DeSantis. Uh, don't you mean Ron DeSantis? Have you noticed? No, but CNN did a whole piece on him, dude. Like, because <laughs> yeah. there's like a whole bunch of takes of him calling himself Ron DeSantis, right? And there's a whole bunch of takes of him calling himself Ron DeSantis, mm. and now he's calling himself DeSantis, and people are speculating it's a bit more ethnic. That's why he's doing I, I'll it. Call, all I know is that Trump calls him DeSanctimonious. DeSanctimonious. <laughs> yeah. like, of course, he's going to have nicknames. Um, so for several weeks now, we've said, "Hey, Ron, we love you. We love you." You are the greatest governor in this country, maybe of my lifetime even. Yeah. And he just got uh, reelected there by a wide, uh, wide margin. Please, Ron, stay in Florida. Finish yeah. the job. Guess what? You're a young dude. He's 44 years old. Yeah. He's got a lifetime ahead of him. And in, and in 28, you can pick up where Donald Trump left off. But no, he had, he, I think he got a little bit of pressure. Let me get your, your two cents on this. Yes, sir. He got some big money donors behind him going, Ron, throw your hat in and, you know, we're going to back you up. 100%. No, Dave, you're absolutely right. He did get a ton. So the the, uh, the not-so-secret story was that down in Miami for the Twitter launch with Elon Musk, which if people listen to that, was a total uh, uh, fiasco. It was like 30 minutes late starting. Ooh. Of course, they used excuses like, oh, they crashed the Internet. There was so no. many people. <laughs> there was like one-fifth as many people as when uh, Musk had his big thing on on Twitter and, and nothing crashed. So, But he had 20 different big-time, deep-pocketed uh, rhino donors, multi-billionaires, who did a huge event at the Four Seasons in Miami. Dude, they raised $200 million in one night. $200 million. Now, I know another guy, big political family last name, happens to be Bush, raised $200 million <laughs> sure. at the start of his campaign, Jeb Bush. Where'd Jeb. that end up with him? Not in, so good. In the toilet. I yeah. don't think... So, look, it's going to be an interesting race. He's not going to end up anywhere. He may end up as a VP nominee, but he is not going to be the nominee of the party. I, I think he's going to rub, including myself, rub a lot of people the wrong way. Um, it, it's just not, especially when, let's go back. 
Okay, Donald Trump helped him win his first governorship race. By yep. he was actually way behind. Yep. Trump came in, promoted him, yep. pushed him, and yes, he's done a fantastic job, and I'm very happy about him. But and the other thing is, let me ask you this: Do you really want to announce your uh, presidential run? alongside a man who is so closely tied to the hip with the CCP yeah. as, as a Mullah, and we like Elon Musk, but yes, that, and yeah, also, you know, the transhumanism stuff, yeah. the AI stuff. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not going to hitch my wagon to Musk in any way, shape or form when I'm running for president. Well, yeah, I'll, I, you know, I'll, I'll only take exception to one thing you said. I don't like Musk. I, 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 <laughs> okay, I think, right. I think he's, I think he's disliked by people on both sides of the right. aisle. He's right. doing the Neuralink thing, which is the AI chip in the head. They just got a green light yep. to go into phase one, which is first human clinical studies today actually we're recording this on may 26 um he's a bought and paid for asset by the chinese communist party we we all know that he leverages he leveraged tesla to the hilt eight to one to get enough debt to buy twitter which is a crime scene and it's all underwritten by the chinese communist party that's why that's why the two battery plants everyone's talking about utah that's what or wherever that battery plant arizona the, the, the battery plants in China are the big ones. Right. They're the big ones. Yeah, that was a stumble. And just, you know, the way Ron comes off, he's awkward at times. He's, he's very yeah. wooden. He's very bad. Donald Trump. I've seen him in person, dude, as you know. I, I went yeah. to a, a fundraiser, you know, in Southern California with him, for him. And uh, he is wooden. That's a great way to describe him. Yeah. Whereas Donald Trump has so much personality. He's so media savvy. He knows the right words to totally. use at the right time. Yeah. And he knows how to make deals. He's a deal maker. Totally. Which is so important in this day and age. And I tell you what, the guy I had a much more impressive uh, launch was Tim Scott, the yeah. senator. Yeah. I, I mean, talk about just enthusiasm, getting in front of a crowd with the American flag. Uh, hey, Donald Trump, Tim Scott ticket. Yeah. Come on, right there. It should kind of scare you, quite honestly. Anybody who launches, like, you know, Biden launched his re-election campaign via video that like 800 people watched on C-SPAN. <laughs> And, you know, right. and so anytime a candidate launches their platform on a pl- on, on uh, launches their announcement for the presidency of the United States of America and doesn't do it in front of human beings. Yeah. You have to worry. That's like in front odd. of Twitter, like in front of Twitter. No. And what I worry about is that he is just he really is just like another one of these globalist rhinos bought and paid for by the deep pocketed, uh, you know, uh, 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 Republican uh, uh, mega donors. And he's not going to be that much different. He'll have the policies that we like, but he's going to be this, the same type of leader, if you will, at, meaning control all the control, the messaging, the deep state won't change, the administrative state won't change, the FBI will be the no, same. Right. You know, all this stuff, none of this stu- that stuff will change. Yeah, and so, yeah, I, I just, and this is what already... I like the guy, and I hate to have to spend my energy and time bashing him, but that's what I'm going to do because I'm going to bring out some of his his weak spots just because he's brought this on himself, I think. So, yeah. um, hey, we'll see how this all shakes out. Um, did you hear the story about the uh, Indian Nazi oh, yeah. that rammed his jewel into the White House? Oh, yeah. Dude, I mean, I was, I was, that sounds like the beginning of a joke from SNL. I know, but it's not. I listened to Jack Prosobic this morning, and Poso was actually so funny. He's like, apparently, the guy, he had an American, they were, the left wing media made a big deal. Oh, he had an American flag. And the, the American flag still had the tag on it from Amazon, and the creases the, where not, it was. The Nazi flag. The Nazi flag. Yeah. The creases where it was folded, right. and, and the tag from Amazon where it was just delivered. I mean, talk about a setup, like 101. Um, so here we got, we have a guy who's never harmed a fly. He puts his feet on the desk of Nancy Pelosi's desk on Jan 6. Yeah. He's going to do four or five years. Four years, that guy does. Four years in jail. Yeah. Here's this guy. Oh, 
oh, he, he's, he's, not a, he's not a white supremacist? He, he's, yeah. a, he's an illegal alien from oh, yeah. India? Yeah. Oh, gotta he's pro- going to... He's protected. He's, by the time this show gets out there, dude, uh, he'll yeah. be out of jail. He'll be out. Yeah, 100%. Uh, illegal um, Indian. from another country. <laughs> right. um, yeah, I got to tell you real quick. How, yeah. did, how did he rent the U-Haul? I, I, how does he get a driver's license? How card. does he get a credit card? Yeah. How, why isn't U-Haul more observant? Didn't we all go through this on nine? Uh, you know, yeah, dude, twenty you, years ago. No, but there's all these DNC-related groups that pay for this stuff, right? Oh. It's just like that's who pays for the NGO. The NGOs pay for it. All they pay for, they pay for the vans to cart the illegals up. So this was a total setup from day one. Um, I think it got so laughed out of the regular mainstream press, people don't even know that it happened. Right. I mean, literally, it's, it appeared as a blip for like 30 seconds, yeah. and they were like, this was such an obvious setup. Now, I put a, a piece out on our social post the other day when this happened. If that guy was white and 50 and did the same Done. thing, ran into a barrier at the White House, like one of those giant cement barriers yeah. that come up before you go into the White House area, he'd be in prison for 50 years. Three words, tarred and feathered. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if there's such a modern-day uh, equivalent. Well, he'd be, like the, he'd be like the J6ers that are like two yeah. years in the gulags right now. Or like Stuart Rhodes, the head of the Oath Keepers, who was just convicted uh, yesterday of 18 years. Uh, he will serve 18 years, Dave, no. in prison for seditious conspiracy. They upgraded his charge to, with a terrorism component, which made an automatic 10-year uh, addition to his sentence. He's going to do 18 years. Did you guys hear this? He never wow. even entered the Capitol. He never even entered the Capitol grounds, the Capitol building. It's frightening. It makes me really actually quite angry uh, about that. So um, let's pray for that guy and yep. let's, we got to get Donald Trump in there. He's going to let, get all these guys out. So he one, will pardon know, every single pardon one. He's already yeah. said that. That's no, yeah. on his written platform. Yeah. Let's, yeah. you know, one step at yeah. a time. Um, as you know, uh, I'm a Los Angelino. Yes. I've been to a few L.A. Dodger baseball games in my day. Yeah. Okay, going to Chavez Ravine, it's a, it's a great American experience. Mm-hmm. It really yeah. is. Except it was named after a Cuban. Other than that, it's good. <laughs> yeah. we, you know, we stole the land to put the Dodger State in there years ago. <laughs> we won't even we'll talk about that. Yeah. We won't talk about that. Um, I'm sure a lot of people that who have visited L.A. have been out there. But, hey, what have we gotten up to now? Let's see what's going on with them now. Um, <laughs> are they by any chance going to stick to their guns and still have a great family night for no. everyone? No. No. So I'm not sure if this got na- did this get national nah, news? Not really. No, kind of regional story, but kind still, of regional. But, but, but it supports a national position. So this this demonic anti-Catholic group they call themselves the Sisters of Perpetual Indulgence. Mm. Okay, there one reason, one reason only, and that's just to disrupt uh, and be an, an anarchist group against America. So they go, hey, hey, Dodger uh, people, uh, we want to just uh, show up there and we want you to host us. So first the Dodgers say, you know, this is a big-time uh, demonic drag show right. uh, thing uh, on, on Pride Night. Of course, yeah. of course you yeah. have to have a Pride Night. Of and Dodgers initially said, yes, okay, instant backlash. Because a lot of Hispanics go to Dodger Stadium. Yeah. A lot of them are Catholic. They're very Catholic, very, very, very They uh, say, ah, uh, no, not so fast. So yeah. then the Dodgers, because they, you know, these are people that are very weak-willed, and they, they hold their finger up in the air. Yeah. Say, oh, which way is the wind blowing? Right. Then they pulled it away. Like, okay, so let me check my watch. Yeah. Tick, tick, tick. Oh, you know what? We better let them back in because we're getting a little bit of feedback yeah. from, from the leftist media organization. So right. now, as of now, as of today, yeah, where is it? they are back on, it's on to show up back at Dodger Stadium. Wow. 
you know, I'm done with major league oh, yeah. sports as it is anyway. Totally. But yeah. this is after much thoughtful feedback from our diverse communities, yeah. honest conversations with the Dodgers and the Sisters of Perpetual Indulgence, blah, 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 blah. So they're back in. Yeah. Please just stay away. I'll give you some perpetual indulgence. Suck on this. I mean, it's <laughs> like, it's ridiculous. So let, let's give two other related. Um, and I, you know, it's, we got to talk about this because this is stuff the, the, uh, what would you call it? The, the corporate, the corporate uh, latest media. Corporate elitist media and just just the way that our, our Fox, society Fox is worse. our society is shaping up these days. You oh, have yeah. to push back. You boycott. You let people know your voice. So, yeah. uh, hey, uh, Bud Light yeah. has taken it in the shorts lately. Sure. What are the sales are down 20, 25 yep. percent? They they don't care. They have a whole new. Yeah, they're doubling down. They're doubling. I think yeah. quadrupling down. Yeah. Uh, on their pride nonsense, so screw them. And as as a last one, besides Anheuser Busch, is Target. Target. Okay, now Target. Yeah. yeah. So here, is there any company more middle American? And by that, I'm I'm saying yeah, that they sell a lot of cheap Chinese products yeah. to middle America. Yeah. No, we love the store. My kids love the store. My wife right. loves the store. It's so, par- it's part of the weekly so shopping experience, so are you, which are is you, now bad because we're going to boycott it. So now, are you going to say what this actually the lat the final straw was I that can. they are offering a new line of? I can't say that. Yes, say no, it. Say it. Say it. Tuck tuck friendly. Tuck fr- for children. Tuck friendly swimsuits. So you can imagine what that's for. Mm. Uh, and this is another we talked about, like. What is the trigger? Like they're sitting around. They're all all these executives. Hey, eh, you know what? We're bored today selling uh, cheap uh, uh, toys. Mm-hmm. Let's let's. I tell you what. Let's let's go out on a limb. Let's, yeah, and yeah. sell some transgender Dave, products that everyone will hate. Dave, let's let, let yeah. No, it's a bunch of these. There's look at look at this woman here. You're right on your iPad right here. Look at this woman. She's probably sitting around a product management table. They're probably going, hmm. How can we cater to point five zeros and a one percent of the population and cut fifteen billion in market cap from our company at the same time? Guess what? They did it. Congratulations. <laughs> did it. Congratulations. Nice Congratulations. Let's get your because raise. Fifteen billion in market cap was cut off target this past <laughs> yeah. week. So nice job, guys. I love. You know, I. I I've never been one to, oh, we got to boycott this or that, but I love the instant reaction. Yeah. Bravo, America. Yeah. This this catering to, uh, they're not, hey, yeah. do what you want in your own bedroom. But these this is a satanic, yeah. um, anti-American, anti-family of, yeah. a way to go. Yeah. So, I, you know what? You can buy your chapstick somewhere else. You can buy, exactly. No, well said. Look, we, we had this with Disney. I covered this topic with Disney and Netflix last year, and they lost tens of billions in market cap. The fight with DeSantis in Florida, they lost their status in Florida. And now it's Target, and now it's Bud Light. And you know, guess what? In a free market, there's lots of places to buy beer and go to a carnival or to get, <laughs> right. or to get chapstick. Yes. And, and, and Steve Bannon talks about this all the time on his, on his War Room podcast. You know, we as a group don't support companies that hate you. Don't mm-hmm. let kids go shopping in places where there's drag queen events and this LGBTQ type of merchandise. There's plenty of other places to spend your money. So the so-called and the Gab founder really talked about this a lot. Uh, Andrew, and, whatever, yeah, whatever his name yeah, is, yeah, Andrew, yeah, Gap, the Gab platform. So having a parallel economy where people like us feel comfortable shopping and giving our money, that's the good point about this, is that there's lots of places you don't have to shop at Target. You don't have to drink Bud Light. You don't have to stream on Netflix. There's plenty of other right. options, right? I Right. Americans, I hate to say it, we all tend to be a little lazy. You get used to something. But hey, I've done my job, so guess what? I dumped Gillette Razor. I dumped Harry's Razor. I now uh, bought my last round of stuff from Patriot Shave. Uh, it's an online yeah, thing. Patriot. Yeah, they're good. They're, they're good. Um, 
Hey, let's jump to one one more positive thing before the end and uh, yes, our sir. show here. Yeah. Um, so the, the hearings on Capitol Hill have been very fascinating just since we've taken over um, Congress. Yeah. And just this last week, there was some some really great, um, not my great, just very interesting, eye-opening uh, whistleblower meetings. So the last group was with um, the FBI whistleblowers. Mm. Did you see any of this, dude? I did, yeah. So four brave souls got up there, and we've been talking about this for two years, sure. how, how the, the corruption and the the horrible instincts of Chris Ray and everyone who's leading the So these four guys go... They're actually calling out the nonsense yep. and calling out whether it's the FBI going after the parents yep. in the school board meetings or, go, you know, these ridiculously simple things and taking down license plate yeah. numbers of, of I don't I, yeah, I don't want to have a, a, a cross dresser throw uh, throw their booty in my kid's face in fifth grade. Right. So um, let me get at least one of these guys' names. Um, O'Boyle. Oh, yeah, he was Garrett good. O'Boyle. Yeah, his he, testimony he, was good. Yeah, these guys, I mean, you can imagine. The, these are some nasty SOBs. And when you cross them, yeah. so Garrett uh, O'Boyle, he's a special agent. Special I mean, agent. He, he's highly decorated. I think he was a Navy SEAL at one Highly time. decorated FBI agent. Let, let's also point out this guy, Marcus Allen, fantastic. He was a staff operations specialist. Mm, Stephen Friend I'm, was an ex-SWAT guy I'm, with FBI. Yeah. They literally cut your pay off right away. Yeah. They, they withhold your, your, your belongings. Yeah. Yeah. And this poor guy had just had a kid. Yeah. Um, but basically calling... To, to hey right in front of there and I'm thank goodness they actually got a platform to sit to yeah. say what's going on there no they just look he and uh, that the uh, the Gar- the Gary guy that you just mentioned Dave he, um, he they're gonna just they've destroyed his lives yes. these four agents these were four highly decorated FBI agents and the FBI and the administrative state and the deep state has completely eviscerated their lives they are finished they will never hold an office or work or hold a classified position again um, because they were whistleblowers and this is this is the culture that the that the Biden administration or the the regime that was installed illegally wants to create and they're doing it with the so, IRS people too with this IRS whistleblower same thing right there this IRS whistleblower Gary Shapley came forward special agent guy was in charge of the Hunter Biden laptop investigation under United States attorney in uh, in uh, Wilmington Delaware and supposedly uh, Merrick Garland uh, Department of Justice head said oh that he's got free reign to do whatever he wants and continue his investigation and blah 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 eh. Not so fast. Actually, they have been slow walked. They've not been responding to things. They're not. It's unbelievable. I mean, it's unbelievable. So they basically are blocking it at every turn. They are protecting the Biden crime family. And we have the receipts. We have the SARs. We have the, the suspicious activity reports. We're waiting on that form 1057 or whatever it is that shows the connection when he was VP uh, to the to the CCP and the and the and, and the crime uh, network over there. Um, things are going to come tumbling down. Yeah, they, not, are, not next week or the week nah, after, but right. th- things are coming tumbling down. I mean, these are the first most pr- uh, high profile uh, people from the FBI. But let me just t- tell you, ask you for an example. Let's say you, you've been sworn to protect the Constitution of the United States. You, mm-hmm. you used to be a Navy SEAL. Yeah. And now you're, you know, SWAT team. Yeah. And the FBI says, okay, now at two in the morning, you're going to go to this uh, man's house. He actually put one foot inside of the Capitol on January 6th. Didn't hurt anybody, but we don't want you to go uh, arrest him at two in the morning. I mean, would you do that? Yeah, so actually, it's a great question. And and, uh, and this one gentleman, the Gary guy, got... Um asked a similar question by one of the congressmen during his testimony today. And he said, look, what advice would you give a friend of yours who was an FBI special agent 
And if, if, if they were asked, if they felt that if they witnessed some wrongdoing and they had to come forward as a whistleblower and they had to come forward and report it to the oversight committee, would you recommend to him mm. that he do it? And he said no. Ooh. And he said, the reason I would not do it is because look what the four of us have just been through. They've destroyed, they've destroyed our lives. Right. And so that is victory for the other side. They uh. want to squelch. They want to prevent people from speaking out, and that is exactly. We're, they, we, unfortunately, we're we're giving them the win that they want. Um, but I can understand his position because you know you have one family and one life, and he's it's, trying to protect it. it. It's sad, sad but true. There was one real sob up there. I forget who it was, a Democrat, actually telling everyone, "You're not real whistleblowers." Yeah. <laughs> Can you believe that? Whereas you, you can have a, a lady from uh, during the Kavanaugh hearings that, yeah, when I was 15 years old, I thought I, he was abusing me or some that nonsense. Right. She's okay. She's we believe her. Right. But we, these FBI, no, these FBI, these, these are not real whistleblowers because just because of what we say. Yeah. You know, yeah. Oh. yeah. It's just insane. Dude, great to see you this week. Welcome to the uh, to the to the the land of the living here in yes, Southern California. Where it's nice to see you in person, folks. Don't forget to check us out on your favorite podcast platforms of choice. We are out there everywhere on Google and Spotify and Apple Podcasts and Pandora and everywhere. Um, we're also on social media at Rant and Rave seventeen seventy six. You'll find us on all the usual sites: Getter, Gab, MeWe, Truth Social, uh, and even Twitter. So, Dave, we'll see you down the road on the right side.